Hello, Michelle Laurie here. It's no secret that Australia's property market is out of control these days, but I, for one, can't seem to stop following along. I've become a bit obsessed with it, to be honest. What's up, what's down, and who on earth is paying those prices for those houses? So I want to personally recommend a podcast for you. It's called Real Property. It'll keep you across the latest information on the Australian property market in a clear and easy-to-digest way. Real Property, building a community of more informed property buyers. Take a listen wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Are people freaking out on airplanes more now or is it... What do you mean, like anxiety or just things no, like, in the you know, news? Yeah, you know how people are like, there's just always videos now of like, mm, okay, this is weird. Here's a lady just like walking nude down the middle of the aisle. Right. Or here's a, here's a lady climbing over the chairs while mm. she's singing the Marseillaise. Or here's right. like, you know, a guy cracking it about the overhead storage and getting kicked off. Here's someone getting arrested for something. like. Well, maybe it's always been happening, but now that there's phones, I, people are filming it and they're... Mm. I mean, we've had phones for a long time. This but, seems to be post-COVID. Mm. Yeah. This seems to be... Is this one of the things we've forgotten how to do? Yeah. <laughs> it just seems like there's this you more know? civil unrest after COVID, That's so that type of thing. good way of putting it. Mm. Civil unrest. You're so right. It, and more of like this whole movement of... I'm not following rules. Yeah, mm. everything seems like you're being oppressed somehow, and especially on a plane because that's the most like. Yeah, I mean, it's you know. a tight space. Mm. Yeah, there's all these rules you have to follow. You have to wear a mask still. Yeah, yes. Do yes. you? Yep. Wear a mask. I flew I down here without to, a mask on. I did have to when did I went you? to Japan. <laughs> oh, if you go overseas, maybe domestic, maybe. you don't have to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Although, well, we went to Bali with Jetstar, so I mean, there's not a lot of rules on the old Jetstar. <laughs> <laughs> so, but there's that weird stuff like, did you see that lady who made herself like a tent in her <laughs> in her seat in um in economy? She got a blanket mm. and she hooked it into the um <laughs> the overhead carry thing, clicked that down, and then she 
pulled it down the sides and then she sort of sat on it yeah. so that- She was wow. like caved no, in. Yeah, no one could see her. Like she, I like that. She, well, that's it. And so then the, the internet was split, as they say, and uh, p- people saying, oh, that's, that's a that's good fine. idea. And then other people going, no, uh, it's a safety concern. You know how some people are such dicks about that? Like, oh, it's a safety concern. It's like, mate- if that thing crashes, I don't reckon That's gonna that be blanket's going to make any difference yeah. <laughs> to anyone's situation. Um, but I guess they could be. I reckon what they'd be thinking is like, are they smoking in there? Are they vaping? Are they are they rooting? Are they doing oh, something? Oh yeah. Well, though you could still kind of see her outline. It was just. Oh, okay. I think just to have a little bit of privacy because you know it is well, if you're very in business, intimate. Which you would know about Michelle, but we don't. I do. You know, obviously, yeah. if you're going to Dubai, if anyone books you for yes. the three million dollar uh, MC appearance gig. fee, yeah. and plus the plus two, me, Donna, and Stacey in business. Yep, you're in a capsule. So you've actually got what this lady's created for herself here. Now maybe she's so in true. economy and she wants to feel like she is in, in the business. biz. And I love that. I love what she's done there. Um, she's still got two jerk-offs on the other side of her, though. Um, You know, she wasn't able to cordon herself off on that side. Mm. Maybe those jerk-offs were family members. I don't know. But (laughs) (laughs) but at least she'd she'd cut herself off from Mm. the aisle, which I find a bit kind of... I was more creeped out by her mental state, to be honest. I thought... Yeah, I mean, we'd all like to do that, but mm. it's a bit... Who does it? Much. Yeah, it's mm. like, you know, you do... It's confronting to be that close to strangers, that's surrounded by strangers sometimes. And especially, did you, you see that lady who, remember, she freaked out and she stormed to the front and, and she said, yeah, well, that guy's invisible and and it's dangerous being on this plane and you can all stay on here and die if you want to, but I'm not... And then she walked off the plane. And everyone, it's so funny in the video, when she goes, that guy's invisible, and she points down the aisle. And everyone swings their heads around and looks down (laughs) to go, which guy's invisible? What are you talking about? (laughs) Um, So she was having some kind of ambient and red wine-induced issue. Totally. She'd taken her drugs too early before the plane took off. (laughs) Or maybe it was delayed. There's nothing worse than that, is there, when you've taken your gear and the bloody thing's delayed. And you're like, oh, shit. I've got to stay awake and... Mm. If that lady was doing that, if you were on that flight and she had that moment, well, they she, made everyone she, get off. Yeah, that's the thing. They said the pilot and that and the and the cabin crew. I think they they sort of said to themselves, "Oh well, now we've got to get everyone off." Once someone has stood up and said, "You're all going to die," oh, yeah, yeah. T- I'm getting the fuck <laughs> off. We can't. Yeah. Even if most of the people on the plane go, "Oh well, she's crazy." Some people are going, okay, I feel funny about this now. I would. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not a thought that's in my... If I'm getting on a plane, I'm really, I'm usually enjoying the trip, right? Totally. As soon as someone brings up, this thing could crash and right. you could die. This I'm like this. It. Yeah, okay, that is a fact. And especially especially she was pointing at oh, some mate, guy. No. Yeah. And actually, I'm now I'm remembering what actually happened. This is so hilarious. She had, she'd taken her Ambien and she'd had some wine and her cousin stole her earbuds. <laughs> So she's furious. That's what made her angry. <laughs> That's what made her angry. So she had a fight with her cousin who was sitting next to her. And I think that's the guy she was talking about. But she's so off chops that it came out that, yeah, well, that guy's invisible and and you're all going to die. And yeah, <laughs> so well. that's actually what she was trying to talk about. My uh, Excuse me, everybody. In her mind, it came out as... Look, I'm quite miffed mm. because my cousin has stolen my earbuds, so I don't know what I'm going to do for the flight, mm. and I feel like getting off. 
That's how it sounded in her mind. Hmm. Um, but yes, they did have to disembark <laughs> all the passengers. <laughs> how do you feel? Are you, are, you, are you happy that you're getting kicked off? No, she's one of those people. No, who... no, as in the, the passengers. No. Are you pissed off? Or are you just like, you know what, I'm probably happy not to be here. Oh, oh God, yeah, I'd no. be happy to be taken off the plane. If something like that was happening. I'd be furious. I'd be just like- Just get the next one. It feels like Final Destination or That's something. what I was I know, thinking. I get Someone that. Someone having a premonition. But yeah. I'm furious yeah. about the entire thing. There was a bloke just the other day who did a, did a bit of bomb gear on a yeah. flight. Was he? Was that in Sydney? Yep. Fuck off, mate. He was all- It was. And you know what it was? What? This is- It was Malaysian Airlines. Oh, fuck off. And no it's way. like, you know what? Can you, I mean, can you imagine no. being in marketing? No. Right? And you're like, no. geez, things have been going pretty well for the last few years, I'll right? I'll never forget as long as I live. And I, I'm, I'm not laughing uh, at that. No. I'm not laughing at that. Just from a yeah. branding point of view, yeah. Malaysian Airlines is not an airline that you kind of go, when you sit, come up on Skyscanner, totally. you, you always go with another option. The poor things. Like, yeah, when that second one, oh my God, I'll never forget it. It's like, that's Their brand is not... In, no. a, in a great space. And it's not fair to them because neither of the terrible things that happened on those are planes their are their fault at all. No. Neither were had anything to do with the planes. They're not having a great time. <laughs> They're not. And then this bloke comes out and does this in Sydney. Oh, fuck off. I tell you what, if I got disembarked, I'd be fucking... They'd want to keep that bloke away from me. Yeah. And, I, and I'll make with her fucking air buds. Totally. Oh, God, that'd shit me. If some idiot... Bunged on a tantrum and we all got kicked off a plane. Or worse still, if they landed it somewhere else. You know, when that happens, when you're halfway there and someone bungs something on and then they go, oh, okay, we're either going to turn around and go back or we're going to land it somewhere else. Totally. I remember one. And it's never convenient where they land. Oh, no. I remember one time reading um, a Jetstar flight has, has had to be returned to its, you know, original place of departure because of a an on-air brawl. And I thought before I heard anything about where it had departed from or where it was going, I thought, oh, I bet I know exactly. <laughs> and it was a flight from Brisbane to Bali. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Secrets and sparkles. If you've got a secret and you want to share it with Michelle, if you are brave enough to do this, first of all, well done. Yes. Uh, because it takes some bloody... <sighs> what does it take? Nuts. And? Talent. No? Well, no, it's just, we've got to, you know, nuts and... Uh, uh, Generosity. Well, yeah. What are you fishing for? What else well, does no, it take? Well, no, nuts is just... Isn't that... Like, you can't say... No, yeah, you can. You yeah, can. we like. Yeah, yeah, you we, can. You women, can say we nuts. like having balls. Yeah, you like having balls. All yeah, right. yeah. You've got nuts if you're sharing a secret. Here we go. This is secret number one. When I was in grade six, I had a really bad pain in the tummy before I went to school, and I begged with my mum to not make me go to school, but she made me go anyway. And during the first period, 
um, I really needed to fart. And so I let it out, and it was a quiet one, but it went for ages. It was like five seconds. And I, uh, the, the girl next to me, like, moved away straight away because it really, really stunk. Like, it was gross. Like, yeah, I've never smelled anything like it. Anyway, the teacher didn't know what the smell was, and she ended up evacuating the class. And then the, uh, the school, the uh, the classes that were in my wing ended up having the emergency alarm go off and we all had to evacuate the uh, the wing of the school. It was a fart bomb. <laughs> wow, wee. Wow, wee. My dad would have said, oh. what are you feeding that kid, Goannas? That's what he used to say when I changed my kids' nappies. Oh. You're feeding that kid, Goannas, because it smelled so bad. Gosh. The old silent but deadly. I'll say mm. evacuate the wing. Yeah, sounds like a fucking private school, <laughs> doesn't it? Like wing. Who, des- who describes oh, their cool. yeah. Good demountables as wings? Good pickup. Yeah, a wing. Ah, oh, yeah, that's a really good pickup. Yeah, we didn't have wings in my primary school. My grade four classroom was a veranda. It didn't have windows. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. I mean, that's brilliant. Congratulations mm. on that. And that shouldn't be a secret. I mean, you should be telling everyone you know. That's a, just a really good yarn. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. That's a classic. You fart evacuated the school. Yeah, it was silent. <laughs> and the way you told it was so good as well. Yeah, that's a great story. That's that's one for the nights out. Mm. Um, that's one to make the girls laugh, you know. Does it make dating. the girls laugh? Do girls like that kind of humour? Yes. A bit of poo humour? So that's not even poo humour. That's just... Fart. Just, that's just, silent farting. That's just... And just we've all been there. Gentle old fart joke. Yeah. And... The fact that the little girl next to you moved, uh, it's visual, it's cute because it's kids. You know what, though? At that age, what age is it? They're only little. That's humiliating. That actually is. So you think it stayed with him? Is that why he's like, it's a secret? No, but don't you, you know, like, think about that. Like, in school, yeah, I mean, it's you want to be cool. Then. Think, think about the kids now. Yeah, it's humiliating then. Oh, that's the worst. But isn't it fun now? Oh, when you're an adult, you don't give a fuck. But that's what We're farting all no, the time no, while no, doing no, the podcast. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, isn't the memory funny? Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I, I think he needs to embrace it. Mm. I think this is a this is a, a classic anecdote. I mean, mm. this is like this is like a showstopper. Yeah. This should. This is like, oi, Jed, tell him you tell him you evacuate the wing story. <laughs> yeah. Don't you think? Totally. This is yeah, this and uh, is I mean you know the like the the school chairs are always those plastic chairs. Oh yeah. So <laughs> if it wasn't a silent one, it's <laughs> That's, that'd be so much worse, so much worse, noisy and no smell. <laughs> I mean, I'd never recover in my entire life. I would never recover. <laughs> it's like how Whoopi Goldberg's always farting on the View. Yeah, I mean, I love that though. It's crazy. I think that's a, that helps the ratings. <laughs> don't you think? I don't know what to think about it. What do you mean it's crazy? It? She's just a bit it's of an older lady crazy. and she's just. No. What are you saying? She's just no, letting it out. I think it's insane. I think what do you mean it's insane? It's a fart. You can't fart on TV, you mate. Can, you know what? You, sometimes you're a fucking prude. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a prude about farting. It's the way I was raised. I, <laughs> but you're allowed to fart. No. You my mum. If you keep it in, it's bad. I'm not keeping it in, but my mum made us really prudish about farting. Like she mm. just was like, 
Well, burping I find disgusting. Yeah, isn't that interesting? But see, farting, I'm like, well, it has to happen. A burp, I feel, is a very, very like, you know, obviously like a, yeah. a, 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 a polite it's burp. Come out or yeah. But people that yourself. like burp, I'm like, oh, oh yeah, that's, that's, that's disgusting. Where if someone farts, I always think, oh, that's an accident or like. <laughs> I don't feel like they're intentionally like <laughs> busting. You see, I just laugh and blush and like I can't even. Um, Tim Blackwell again, I'm going to mention again, he used to play fart sounds on the radio and I and Marty couldn't stand, but I would laugh like I'll fall on the ground laughing. Oh, fart sounds are great. I can't. My mum made me really like an idiot about farts. She mm. she just can't stand them at all. She calls them pop-offs for one thing. Yeah. And Fluffy off the train. <laughs> Like all the different sayings that you'd get when you were a kid. And I had a friend when I first moved to Melbourne, a comedian called Richard, who used to, who used to, <laughs> and he'd say, "I stepped on a duck." Oh my god! And because I'd never heard that before, yep. and the first couple of times I was like, "What?" What? And he just thought it was so hilarious that I wouldn't mm. a have heard the fart, b know what he was talking about, and I didn't know anyone who farted in in front of other people and. Yeah, I'm just an absolute idiot when it comes to farts. Just just a moron. Like I can't I'll just laugh, giggle. Mm. Yeah, I can't be an I can't be a human being around farts. I think majority of people try and think of the most serious person on alive right Vladimir now. Vladimir Putin. I think he would laugh at a fart. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Would he? I feel like what are you really? Oh, okay, you know when he's, you know how he sits at one end of the table <laughs> yeah. and then everyone else is way down the other end. <laughs> If one of those guys farted, no! I feel like he would, like, at first he wouldn't find it funny. He'd be fucking pissed off, <laughs> right? But then eventually, like, they'd all start getting that shoulder thing where they start laughing and then I reckon he would laugh after that. Vladimir Putin fucking Vladimir loves a fart Putin joke. He would laugh at a fart joke? I mean, oh. poo is in his name. <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. My mum's grandma used to come and stay with us when I was really little and she was really old and deaf and she used to fart all the time and and we'd be going, Mum, Mum, she's farting. And she'd go, stop it, stop mm. it. She doesn't know she's deaf. And I'd be like, well, she can feel her. Mm. Yeah, but she used to just walk around the house farting. I was just dying. But that's, that's you know, as you get older. No. It's, mate, you're going to have to face it. It's going to start happening. No, well, not, 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 not yet. No. You're way off. But have like, a loose ass. When we're, when we're podcasting, when you're 75, no, no there'll be way. bloody farts no. all the way through. No it. way, no way, no. no and Whoopi Goldberg can get her shit together, please. What's she supposed to do? Um, Tighten the sphincters. Fucking nah. get herself under control. She's a disgrace. Whoopi Goldberg makes that fucking show, The View. Yeah, sure. but So she, if she you kick her off, who's there... left there? The redhead and the bloody... I don't know. I've never watched The View, but you can't sit there farting on television. It's an You've outrage. Never the view. Get yourself around it, mate. It's been around for about 20 years. Is it still on? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't All right. know. All right. Uh, this is, how, how do we file the, the, the young farter? I think it's great. I think it's... It's completely understandable. Mm. And you got to add it to your repertoire, add it to your, your kit bag of anecdotes. It's mm. a ripper. Yeah. Uh, this is secret number two. So I heard on one of your other episodes a lady talking about how she wished she never had her kid. Mm. I can relate. My child is nearly seven. And when I had him, I was in a good relationship, married, wanted to have a child together, wanted to have multiple children together. But now... We are divorced. I have a new partner. 
he travels a lot for work. I have left him with my mom, my child, with my mom, to go away with him just not long ago. And I suddenly felt like I wish I didn't have this burden. I wish I could just live my best life and travel the world and just be myself. And I feel so guilty about feeling it, but I feel it. Brutal. Like, that's brutal. It is brutal, but more and more women are saying it. I, I read it more often, all you know, and um and hear it, yeah. Is it an emotion that men have had? No, because men just go. But, 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 so, yeah, and, and we've always seen that in the past, right? Mm. Um, but now women are feeling like it's easier just to go, you know what, I feel exactly the fucking same way you do. Yeah, I mean, it's that- frowned upon, obviously, I think, but... Um- but they're actually kind of... I think more talking women, about it more openly. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think I'm. Which no- is a good thing. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, sorry, not it's not good for it's the kind, kid. No, exactly. It's not good for the kid, but it's good that they are at least acknowledging it out loud. Yeah, I think so. I think it is good to acknowledge out loud. But you, I think it's good because I think more young women, young men and women, need to hear it before they have kids. Mm. I think people think about it. Yes, definitely. I think that people need to. Think about it very, very seriously before they have kids. I think, you know, up until very recently, people just assumed that they would have kids and that they would love it and it would be fun. And it'd be fun. Yeah. And that they would hang out with other people with kids and like, and they say to themselves, oh, I know it'll be hard, but it'll be fun and it'll be fine and I'll deal with it. Everyone deals with it. Everyone. You know, you feel you feel like you kind of look around and go, oh, well, everyone's doing it. I mean, everyone copes with it, so it must be fine. It must be fine. You, like when you never hear anyone say, I regret it, mm. then- You it, just go, okay. Then everyone- Maybe I'm weird that, I, you know- Well, yeah, if you don't have kids yet, then, yeah. then it never occurs to you that anyone regrets it. Mm. So you just assume that, oh, everyone must come around to it. Everyone mm. must like it. Mm. You know, so I think it's re- it's really important to hear and to understand that yeah, lots of people actually genuinely regret it, mm. and it doesn't mean they don't like they don't love their kids or they're going to hurt and, them. Uh, sorry, that's what I mean by it being a good thing. Like, yeah. of course they're still going to love their kid. They're still going to, but to have that thought and that feeling, it's okay to hear someone else say that and go, yes. you know, what? I've thought that too. And yes, yeah, and lots of people, I've had conversations with people saying. I can't help but think about what my life would be now if I hadn't had kids. Mm. Again, I think maybe now it's a symptom of how hard the last couple of years have turned yeah. out to be with COVID. Homeschooling. Yeah, with COVID and with the way the economy's <clears throat> changed around the world and things like that. And people have said things to me like, you know, it made me, makes me think if I was still single or if it was still just Dave and I or whatever or, you know, if I was still that person I was 10 years ago, we could have moved overseas. We could have, you know, if I was still in that occupation that I had, I could have, we could have picked up and moved. We could have been living in a smaller place. We could have done all those things. But when you've got two or three kids, mm. it's, I used to say when they were little, I felt like I had two bowling balls tied around my waist, trying to do everything, trying to go to the toilet, let alone mm-hmm. trying to survive a, an international financial crisis. Like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it's a lot. It's a really a lot. And a lot of marriages don't survive it. A lot of relationships don't survive it. And so, yeah, I think for that reason it's valuable to hear women. Because the other thing is culturally we're used to men regretting it. 
and I'm not being sexist. I'm just calling it out as it is. We are used to men saying, I'm out of here, fuck this. Mm. And and then going, and they, they're judged, but they're not. It's not like they're yeah. Where, where if a woman did that, it'd be like, what the fuck is oh, she absolutely. doing? What a terrible mother! And I don't even. I honestly, I don't believe they're judged. Like they're judged if, um, you know, if they ha- do nothing, if they don't, if they're not involved at all. Okay? Well, they're shit dads. Everyone knows they're, they're like, shit, shit dads. dads but yeah. also, you know, a lot of a lot of dads parent every second weekend and a Wednesday in between. Yeah, and everyone thinks that's perfectly acceptable. Mm. And it's like, well, that is fuck all compared mm. to all the time in between. Mm-hmm. So um, it's not acceptable, actually. Mm. But um, how, do, how does your scenario work? We have no support from my kid's father. None. None financial, no time, nothing. They haven't seen him in two years. We haven't heard from him. So nothing. So um, and nobody, that, that doesn't surprise anyone. Everyone goes, oh, that, that sucks, you know. That and- doesn't surprise anyone. Well, no, not particularly. Everyone, everyone, like people always acknowledge, oh, I'm sorry, sorry, that's terrible. But it's not particularly shocking. It's not like it's the first case anyone's ever heard of it. Mm-hmm. You know, that happens. But if if you met a family where the kids hadn't heard oh, from I, their I mum in two years, can you imagine oh, that's, the that, difference? That, totally. Yeah, but, well, I, but I can't understand that from his point of view. I know. Maybe, maybe he doesn't want to see you. I understand. Yeah, I know. I, I understand that part. Yeah. Or the partner, sorry. Yeah, no, I get what you mean. Yeah, yeah. But the kids? I know. I know it's fucked and everyone knows it's terrible. But what I'm saying is the difference in if I just went right now, dropped them off. Yeah, dropped them off at his place and just didn't see them. For two years. For two years. Can you imagine? Fucking hell. How people would go, oh my God, kill her, burn her at the stake. That's just unacceptable. Mm. And, you know, she's destroyed their lives and, oh, like, they're, they're just no one would cope. This is what I mean. I think it's really important to hear women say, and as much as people are saying it as a secret, I don't. I think it would be pretty brave for a woman to stand up and let us see her face and see her name and say, I regret having my children. And also you would never do that to your children because women aren't built that way. But I think it's important to let women who haven't had children yet and couples – People know that it's hard. It's really hard. It changes your life. It changes ways, your life. In ways it changes you could your life. never imagine. Can you give me, uh, as someone who doesn't have kids, what could you say? Well, as I what, say- what, what would you say It to makes you? everything harder. It makes you can't ever- But like what? Like just sleep? Life is never about you again. Yeah. Like sleep's the easy one. Like it's it, like I said, when when the world changes- Go back. So life is never about you again. Yeah, never. You know? Yeah. So you, is that just the sixteen to eighteen years or I is, don't know. I'm only at Yeah. I'm not quite at fourteen years yet. Because I don't feel like my mum I, I feel like my mum did a great job. But I wouldn't feel like my mum's life now where she she'd be like, Oh God, Simon. Yeah, but all well, about you. You're forty. So I'm yeah. only at the fourteen year mark. Sorry about yeah. <laughs> I'm only at the fourteen year mark. So I don't I don't know any Different, but I guess that's what I'm saying. So maybe it's it's looking at it as, as a window of life. It's a that fucking it's long window, mate. It's been yeah, a no, long no, window. No, by, by the way, I, I'm not trying <laughs> no, to. No, I know you're not. I'm just trying to think of. But at the same time, I mean, is it a life decision? I'm sure she was. She worries worries about, about you. Us, like yeah. I think about that a lot. Yeah. I think like when friends of mine, their kids are overseas, mm-hmm. live like have moved overseas, or whatever, which is wonderful. And you think to yourself. Oh, God, how fabulous. But then I think, 
God, I can't imagine if Louis was just living in London. Like, mm. I feel like I'd spend every minute of every day thinking, what's he doing? Where is he? Is he safe? Is he okay? It, to me, it just seems crazy that I wouldn't know exactly where he is and what he's doing. So I, I don't think I don't think there would be a day go by, maybe not an hour go by, that your mum doesn't think of you and and you know, wonder how you and Yulia are going or yeah, read yeah, into yeah. things you tell her on the phone or But I guess that that life is not all about her life is about her now. Her, as in, she worries about us and she does all that, but yeah. it's, it's not at the, where you are at right now, no. which is like it's their life, yeah. and you don't really even. But also, I'm already fifty. Like, mm. you know, when I say the best years of my life have been pretty exhausting, child rearing, lonely, have ended up being pretty lonely, child rearing years. It's not how I planned it. Mm. You know, it's just. Just think about it's 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 one of those things you can't know it until it's too late, <laughs> you know. It's like you can't know how you're going to cope with being a parent until it's too late, until you are one. It's so that's the worst bit about it. It's not like having a dog. It's not like being a really hands-on auntie. It's not. It's it's like you so can't- the conversation around parenting needs to be more clear. I think it needs to be more honest and more brutal about, you know, when your kid's got gastro for God. two or three, you know, yeah, yeah it's all that. Yeah. And, and it's like my career was absolutely peaking when my husband left us. And so it's like I've got meetings all day, all this stuff lined up, and then Louie wakes up with an earache and everyone's mad at me because I have to call in and go, I can't do anything today, guys. I've got mm. a three-year-old who... Mm-hmm. And it was also at a time where I think workplaces now are a lot more understanding, a lot more. There's a lot more work-life balance, right? Where I don't know at the time when this was happening for you, which is this 2016, is ten, this is ten years ago. Yeah, yeah. This is oh yeah, maybe sorry, a bit earlier. Yeah. Oh, it's your life. I don't know. No, well, I'm just saying because <laughs> yeah, he, he's 13 now, so he's yeah. three. I remember he's three. But yeah, the, I don't think the conditions would have been the same. You, also, you're right, though, workplaces would have been like, is it our occupation? You know, because like no one could fill in for me because I'm making TV and radio shows. Totally. It's not like people could go, yep. oh, never mind, someone else will do that yep. today or we'll move that meeting till tomorrow. This was like- this Dependent is a, on you. This is a live TV show. Mm. <laughs> this is like, yep. you know, um, I, I, I admire and, and I think, yeah, I, I'll be the first person to say that if I had my time over again, I would d- definitely live my life very differently. And my daughter, Dali, says to me constantly, I'm never having children. And you like this? Yes. I say to her, well, you might change your mind, but I'm glad that you're open to that as an idea because when I was your age, we just all assumed that we would have kids. I always wanted kids. Um, You know, they're IVF kids. I I worked hard to have them, Um, but I do encourage her to think very seriously about having kids. And I talk to her about, and God, she's lived it, you know, about me trying to juggle kids by myself and mm. she's seen the relationship break down and she knows what it's like when the man says fuck this I'm out of here so you know I'm glad that that's her attitude all right well uh how do you how do you file that secret oh god darling perfectly understandable I know it's so hard it's so hard but look you're stuck with it now darling and you know that as well as I do <laughs> 
All right, if you've got a, a secret you want to share, please do it with us. Uh, all you have to do is go to the link in the bio of this podcast or you can go to Michelle's Instagram page and the link tree is there for you. All right, well, that is it for today's episode. Uh, if you would like to uh, help us out, you can share this podcast with your friends and also give us a review on Apple, also a star rating on Spotify, and we will see you next Tuesday. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.